What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, what up, what up? Hello, everyone. Uh, nice to see you guys all filing in here. To those of you who are in the Primetime VC show just before this, drop a one, shout out you. It was nice hanging out with you for a couple moments there. Um, I'm excited to get you guys this first trade episode. If you didn't hear me uh, in the previous little bit there, we do have... Uh, Shamar Anglin teaching us a little bit about some interesting ways to be trading in pre-market and uh, just uh, overall some new indicators to use. Uh, solid, solid stuff, guys. So I think you will be excited to hear about it. And uh, with that, uh, I see uh, Miss Franny Lewis in the chat. What up, Franny? Um, always killing it on the edits of First Trade and so much more. Um, anyway, I, I don't want to stall for too long. Um, you know, let's get started, folks. I got 143 of you here. Make sure you drop the like, hit the like button, helps us out a bunch. And we will be in the comments all episode long, chatting back with you guys. So any questions, whatever you might have, um, shoot them away. All right. Without further ado. All right. All right. What is going on, folks? And welcome back to First Trade, the show where we take you and me from beginner to potentially not a beginner and a better trader that's the goal that's the idea mike pitch, Murray. right yeah that's that's awesome it's pretty sick right potentially not a beginner potentially, potentially not, a beginner. not a beginner that's a that's a dope we, so on the first episode i made my first trade ever and uh we've just been learning along the way trying to get better at this whole trading thing mike murray here is the voice of knowledge a little bit more than me <laughs> Yeah, okay yeah man <laughs> oh man how's your weekend trading been um dude it's it's been another brutal week for torchlight i feel like i'm saying that every week now and that's because i am but i am still holding that enormous floppy bag listen Just the merger the merger will happen that's what they say when it happens it's just gonna be like what the, i don't even know what that great. is but it's this is starting wow. to sound dangerously like when my parents would tell me every year, like, dude, Santa's totally coming, bro. Like, he's <laughs> going to be here. And then he was never there. You know why? Because there was no Santa. And I really feel like there's no merger. Oh, man. It's like when my parents told me that, like, yes, Rohan, you're going to get a dog. You'll get a puppy. It's going to happen. All right. Well, listen, uh, we've messed around for long enough. I think it's about time we we get into you know, the actual content, what people are here for, which is obviously not us, unfortunately, but it is, in fact, our awesome guest. Today, we have Shamar Anglin, who is a day trader, 
someone who likes to do scalping and prefers to trade in the pre-market from what I've heard. Um, he also messes around from time to time in the OTC markets, which, uh, you know, some could consider risky, but it seems like he's got it figured out from what I've heard. Got so strategy for sure. Yep. I'm excited to hear from him. I'm very excited to learn. And I heard he uses some interesting techniques and interesting indicators to, uh, to do that. So without further ado, why don't we get him on and learn a couple things? Let's bring him on. Let's hit it. Folks, Shamar Anglin. Shamar, hey, what's guys, up? What's up? How's it going, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's great to have you on, dude. It's awesome. Awesome. What, what part of the world are you coming to us from? Toronto. Toronto, Canada. Hey, okay. Uh, <laughs> not, not too distant neighbor. Our producer uh, is from Toronto as well, or kind of around there. Uh, shout out Franny. Um, but Shamar, why don't you go ahead uh, and tell the audience a little bit about yourself? I'm sure they're dying to know. Definitely. Uh, so actually, let's dive into you know when I started trading. Um, I started. I'm actually. I've actually started trading for. I've been trading for a year now, um, but I've been putting in a lot of work. Right when I started trading, I knew that. You know, the market was hot. So I started trading in June of 2020. And um, I realized that, hey, you can buy anything and, and it goes higher. So that's the type of mentality I had right when I entered the market, um, which is definitely not the, the case now. <laughs> um, no. So when I started trading, um, I figured that, um, you know, the rules were, were out the door, right? I thought it was going to be so much harder than, you know, people... Uh, made it seem. Um, so to me, um, I had to put in as much work as possible to realize that, you know, it's not always going to be like this, right? So when I started, I actually started looking at charts from before COVID happened, before all of the, the, the hype uh, was in the stock market at, at the time. Right, because I came in when a lot of the day traders came in, right? When COVID stopped everybody from going to work and everybody had to find another, you know, means uh, of living. Um, but yeah, I'm a hard worker, right? And I, I believe that that's that's what it takes in in all areas, you know, of life to have success with it. Um, I would watch the chart from 4 a.m. to 8 p.m. Right. And it helped me a lot. A lot of people ask me, you know, uh, how did you get do, get better? How did you do this? Right. And I tell them I didn't read a single book. I didn't. I think screens. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I, I think I honestly think, you know, a, a lot of people might disagree. But when you read books, you know, you're reading from a single style, right? The author's style. Right. But the market changes, especially now and so many different ways and so quickly that I believe you have to develop your own and you have to be liquid in regards to, you know, how you trade, right? How you see charts and what's going on within the market. So I was able to adapt by just watching screen time, you know, because again, a chart at, in July of 2020, right? May look different in July of 2019. Right in regards to you know market tendencies and you know how people um, react to news and etc. So 
I just want to let everybody know that, you know, the work that you put in, right, at some point, of course, everybody says this, it's going to pay off. It's going to pay off. And, and I just want to be, you know, a living testament to that um, because I actually started my Twitter back in in uh, July calling stock plays, and just, you know, telling people my ideas, right? I do the same thing now, right? Just a little bit better. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, I'm a little bit more consistent now and, um, you know, nothing changes with me. I look for the same thing every single time. Right. So, yeah. So what, so what is that one thing? Uh, tell us a little bit more about your trading strategy. What drives your decisions? What, what's kind of your investing philosophy? Give us some background to that. So I actually break it down. Um, when the market was taught, I break down my philosophy in regards to if it's pre-market, if it's intraday, and if it's after hours. Pre-market and after hours are similar, right? Because the liquidity is not there, right? The volume is, you know, a little bit lower than intraday. So for pre-market and after hours, uh, you'll always see a stock pop up, right? Whether that be at 4 a.m. or around 6 to 7 a.m. when the news starts, starts running. At 4 a.m., what I watch for is the volume, right? So on that first candle, if it's heavy in volume, then you know there are people that want this higher. You know there are people that want to push this higher than just that first candle. If you have 50,000 shares or like a 50K candle, right? Do you think the per person or people who bought that, that, that stock just want 5%, 6%? No, right? So as soon as I see that, right, I look to see if there was news, right, quickly. Like I use Twitter, like my fingers are fast, right? <laughs> I use Twitter super quick, I'm telling you. I use Twitter, uh, um, I use Benzinga, shout out to you guys. Hey. Um, <laughs> I use Benzinga Pro uh, just to see, you know what, did I miss anything the night before, right? And if I didn't, then I know it's just a volume run. You know it's a pump, right? So it, it those plays are very risky, right? Because when you see a big candle like that the first time, right, with no substance as to why it's popped up, right, you're now in that person's control or people who bought that first candle. They dictate whether, you know, they're going to really send this, right, whether 20, 30, 40, 50%, or there may not be any follow through. So definitely in pre-market, it's always that first candle. That first candle is it. Um, I also don't use any scanners. Right, I just use Weibo. Right, just I watch it. I watch the live the 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 live chart and the pre market top gainers. Right, whatever you can use for pre market top gainers, definitely have that um, because as soon as you see something pop up into that top ten, right, you know something's going on. Right, so I definitely use that for for pre market and after hours. That's one hundred percent my strategy look at the, the first candle right if there's a lot of buys on that first candle you you want to be quick in finding out why that happened if not there's no substance then you you want to you know pick your poison right you may look for something else if you're trading this one the one with no substance just make sure you're also selling quickly right you make your money quickly if that's the case Makes sense. Is there a reason, a particular reason why you prefer uh, pre-market? The money's quicker. 
the money's quicker. It, it definitely is quicker. And, and to me, uh, it's actually cleaner, right? So, so pre-market and after hours, when there are news runners, that stock has that attention right away. Right. So for me, I'm more confident in putting my money in something that just got a good update. Right. Whereas intraday, you know, you see because of the liquidity, it's because there's more volume across the board, you're going to see 10, 15 stocks that are moving that have no reason to move. It's maybe the chart, right? Maybe, you know, there's someone that just likes the stock and they're buying it. So it's a lot harder to decide, you know, okay, which stock can I buy? Which stock can I profit from today? Right. During intraday, that is where than it is during pre-market or after hours where you actually see the substance, you see why it's going up and everybody else does too. So, so to me, it's just, it's a lot easier, uh, on my, my mental, uh, space. That's cool though. I, I, uh, with Webull, especially, I know there's a lot of California traders, um, who like to just stay up and don't even wake up in the morning, but they're by the time it's California and they're just stay a little late. They're already like in the pre-market hours, like crazy. Yeah. Um, which is definitely an advantage. Um, Shamar, I feel like we skipped past this question, uh, but you know, on the first trade show, we got to ask, uh, do you remember your first trade and, uh, can you walk us through it? you know, what ticker was it? Uh, if you recall, and how did that pan out for you? It was actually tops. 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 Yeah. T-O-P-S. T-O-P-S. Um, it's a shipping company, right? Okay. Very cheap. Right. To me, when I started investing, I was like, oh, look, it's very cheap. It was like 20 cents or so. Right. I'm like, okay, well, there's no way that it can go lower. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so I actually invested in tops. Little did I know that there were a complete dilution machine. Right. So I invested in tops. I put, you know, a bunch of money in there because I thought, you know, it can't go any lower. So I'm just going to stack it up. Um, and then I started figuring out what an offering was. <laughs> and I realized that, you know, this is what companies do to generate money, but also they may add shares to the market, which in turn drops the price. Um, so that was my first trade. And I honestly never traded tops ever again after that. <laughs> <laughs> I can I understand that. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So just to provide some clarity for our audience here. So when you, when you say an offering, this is essentially like a company um, putting up stocks to basically like gain value for itself, right? Is that what, like to raise yeah. money? So the offering can be direct or it can be public, right? So a direct offering is an offering that isn't adding shares to the open market, whereas a public offering is an offering that will add shares, causing dilution to the public, um, the float, public float. Right. Okay. So tops loves to do public offerings, right? So when you add shares to the float, right, for a certain price, let's say it was, you know, the, the stock price was 30 cents, right? You add shares at 20 cents, it's going to drop the price. Right. It drops the price, not only because of the higher float, but the mentality of traders. If you bought tops at 30 cents and you have an institution 
buying it or getting it for 20, everyone's like, why am I paying 30 cents? Right? So you get the, the initial drop from the panic sellers that realize, hey, this isn't worth what I paid for, so I'm going to sell it. And then with a public offering, you get the dilution. Right? And then it just drops even more. And it drops even more. And that's what happened to me. And I was <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to recover. I have, a sound, I have a sound for that. Ready? They ask you how you are. You just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that's tough. That was it. Well, hey, uh, Michael and I are still in torchlight, so that might be even sadder. But <laughs> that is a sad it, situation. It, it, it has potential after that that merger. It does have potential, so I, I think uh, you know it, it. It looks good long. It looks. Yeah, good. I've been telling myself that for like a month now. Just about so, every night. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate your validation. That makes me feel a little better. <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay. So we we've talked about it a little bit. But when it comes to reading charts and, and with day trading, um, a lot of traders are using indicators on the chart. Um, so could you talk a little bit about your outlook on indicators, which ones um, that you prefer to use and why? Mm -hmm. Okay, so first, of course, it's volume, whether that's with a day trade or a swing trade, which is holding the stock a little bit longer. Um, volume precedes price. Like I said, you know, when you see that first candle pop up, you know that there's a lot of volume in there, right? But again, with pre-market, it's tricky. You want to check the candle because a candle can pop up and it can be like 500 shares, right? So you want to make sure there's a substantial amount um, there to, to give you the confidence. So volume, number one, right? That rules the market, of course. Um, I actually like to use something called the SAR, okay? So the SAR, you can find it, you know, wherever you, you watch your live trades, whether it's, you know, Weeble or, 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 or another product. Um, it should have an indicator called parabolic SAR, or it might be called just SAR, right? S-A-R. That stands for stop and reversal. Okay. So that is when the trend literally stops and reverses. Um, it, it might be hard to to visualize this, but on a chart, right? You're going to see obviously the candles flow, right? You're going to see the uptrend. You're going to see the downtrend. But I think a lot of things that people have trouble with, one is knowing when to sell, which is super important. Right. I mean, the most important thing, if you're going to make money, you got to sell, right? Like selling torchlight, maybe? Yeah, I do that sometimes. <laughs> um, and entries. Okay, so I like to use the stop and reversal. I honestly feel like it's a cheat code, but I like, I like to use the stop and reversal because it actually tells you you should enter here and you should exit here, right, throughout the day. Okay, so like I said, stop the SAR literally means stop and reverse right so if you see those candles going up right you'll have these little stars underneath those candles okay so that those would be the parabolic star stars underneath. and let me just just for an example i can pull up tops with a parabolic star pull it uh, up yeah so we can take a look at that i know last time we talked about charts um uh, you know our audience was like where are the charts you guys are talking about it we got to look at it so i, I got you so this is Mara, right? And the little green, the green stars underneath those candles are the parabolic star, 
okay? Gotcha. So you can actually tell, like we're looking at the daily chart right now and you know, each daily star tells a bigger story, right? Whether that be, you know, on the minute chart, the five minute chart, 10 minute chart. So the higher the minutes on the chart, the bigger the move, right? So if you see a parabolic star on the daily, whether it's going up or down, that'll tell you all you need to know in regards to if you're swinging a stock, right? I need to enter here and I'm gonna hold until I see that red star. So if you, you're looking to the left of the screen, right? You'll see the, the red star, the first red star line curled down, right? That is a downtrend, right? When the star is red and on top, it's downtrending. When you see that green one, again, the star is a stop and reversal. That trend is gonna reverse and you can see that's a good amount of money if you bought on that green daily SAR and just sold at the next red line, right? So around here, yeah, it, that's a what is that thirty nine? I mean, yeah, it's like uh, sixteen. How many cents is that? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, it's a good amount. Good amount of money, right? Especially if you're swinging a stock in this in this market, right? So it's the same concept with the daily, and it's the same concept with the the intraday right the sars will it's, it's available on all all time frames right one minute five minute ten minute so with mara you can see yeah that is gigantic wow you can man. see that if you entered on that green star and honestly just did nothing for a couple months and just looked at that green star you'd make a whole lot of money that's crazy. Right? So here's my question and yeah. I'll, I'll let you continue. Yeah. How often is this wrong? Like is, is the SAR incorrect? Like does it predict it wrong every like at all? Honestly, not really. Not really. Uh, you can pull up any chart, any chart, and you'll see that trend reverse on the green SAR. Now, when a stock is trading sideways, so within you know a, a small price range, that's when it's tougher to tell, you know, okay, you know where the trend is going. You might see a green star for two candles, and you might see a red star for the next two candles, right? But if you know there's substance, like Mara, right? Of course, which is within the the, the crypto sector, it's very easy, you know, to to follow the trend. Right, because as you can see, you can see the green go high, right, and the red ones go lower. Now you can get trapped, right? Like I said, you can see a green star and it can immediately switch, right, to a red one. But I put a lot of confidence in you know reading the chart this way because it's usually never wrong, right? And if it goes from green to red pretty quickly. You know, it it has to be something substantial to really do that, right? If it goes from green to red, it might be trading sideways. So then that's when you start using, using your trading skills, right? If it's trading sideways, you either choose, you get out and maybe wait for another green star or maybe two green stars to confirm that trend or you stick with it, right? And see if those green stars get created you know, with the volume pouring in. Interesting, interesting. And so are there particular stocks that you would recommend using this 
um, this indicator on like like today we pulled up Mara and we we you said like we were looking for like a top gainer right so is that typically what you look for or how do you choose which stocks to trade using this indicator? I trade every stock using this indicator, every single one, wow. every single one. Intraday, this is very easy for me um, because this tells the whole story. So if you actually go back to tomorrow on the the, the five minute chart, so if you, you can do that. Uh, we have a, a six minute chart. Is that close or, enough for you? Oh wait, five at the top. Sorry, there you go. With the daily, um, the daily, yeah, there you go. So you can tell, right, that it's in a substantial downtrend, right? Look how much, look how many red stars are, are happening throughout that downtrend, right? Yeah, for sure. But yep. you can see if you pick out a green star towards your right right at the bottom of that downtrend right before that gap down you can pick out any green star i can trade mara for that split whatever you know 30 minutes 36 minutes or so and make money why because i bought on the green star and i sell on the red one that's awesome so no matter what stock it is right you can make money it just depends on you know, that percentage, that, that green star may last for maybe 5% of the trade, right? It may last for a 2% gain. It honestly depends on what you're looking for. And in this market, it, you want to be quick, quick. You want to be quick, right? And if you're under the PDT rule, you actually want to focus on the daily SARS, right? You want to be bringing a little bit more because you are limited to making decisions, right? So you want to make sure that you are catching the green daily star right, and swinging until that red one appears or until you're happy with your money. I always tell people if you're up 20%, right? And everybody on social media is saying it's going to go higher. You might as well sell some, right? Because that's usually when it goes lower. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> As soon as that happens, right, what I like to do actually uh, that I did it the first time that I started trading was sell some, right? If you're confident in the stock, you can still sell maybe three quarters, right? Keep those profits and keep a quarter in. When I first started trading, I would always sell my entire position, right? My entire thing. And then I'd get home right? and that get higher and I'd be you know, bang on the table, like, man, I could have made so much more money. I could have, you know, I could have did this, could have did that with that money. But now, you know, I'm a little bit uh, smarter in regards to scaling, right? bringing a stock, I like to scale it on the pops, right? And then, you know, what's left. Uh, so I learned that from a stock called Naks, um, N-A-K-S. I learned that because of that. Right. So I bought that at a dollar. It went up to, I think, a dollar 40. Right. And I was like, oh, man, you know, I mine. Donald Trump is pumping it. I'm like, Yo, probably going to go higher. <laughs> and, then, and then they they canceled the Pebble Mine operation. So it dropped. And I lost a whole lot of money. I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to sell this. It's going to go back. 
It, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it did not. And to, from that day on, I was like, you know what? Yeah. Gail your money, right? Because that's the only way. Yeah, you're in trade with unrealized gains. That doesn't mean you're winning. It really doesn't. You haven't won that trade yet, right? As long as money is still in there. So um, to newer traders, take your money, right? And compound it, whether that be 5%, 10% of the trade, right? And another big thing about taking profits, please put it back into your bank. <laughs> put it back into your bank because that is exactly what you're doing it for, right? A lot of people like to show off, oh, my trading account is this high. Okay, what's going to happen when, you know, you feel all happy-go-lucky and you put the whole thing in a trade? Uh <laughs> <laughs> because you feel like, you know, you have all that momentum, right? And then you lose it. Right. So I always tell people, you know, withdraw your money, whether that be at the end of the week or, you know, I mean, I usually like to keep it weekly because so many things can happen if it's monthly. Um, so withdraw some of your money. That's what you're doing it for. Um, and build your bank account. Right. That's before you build your investment account, build your bank account. Right. Because it it, it doesn't matter what your investment account is at. Right. You, you you can only do so much with the money in there. And especially if you have a mentality where, you know, you just like to increase that investment account, it, it's really hard for you to take that out because you feel like you're going to miss the next runner and you can make so much money, but that's not what's important, right? Yeah. What's yeah. important is what's in your bank account, getting rid of your debt, getting rid of, you know, expenses, you know, stuff like that. So that's, that's really, really, really important. I did not start doing that until I was months in, months in. And then you look back and you're like, wow. I lost this much money on this trade and that would have been much better in my bank. So it's like, you know, you, you want to kind of adapt that mentality um, day in and day out. Makes sense. Love it. Yeah, man. Uh, that, that was some great advice right there. I think it's something that people need to listen to, uh, especially cause like, yeah, I guess like probably keep in mind how much you want to play around with and then, you know, yeah, I like that. I like making securing those profits and making sure you don't, you know, play yourself there. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Shamar, it was uh, it was great having you on. We have one question from the Twitter uh, Twitter audience, and I believe we kind of hinted at it, but there's there's plenty of services. But there's the question is um, from Hago Bro, which app or service can a regular person use to watch the pre market on their own? Weibo. Weibo. Um, it's good. Benzinga also, you can watch the pre-market. Um, yeah, you can just use those two. That's what I use. So there you go. That was Shamar Anglin blessing us with his, his knowledge. I have to try this. I have to try this, uh, this SAR technique. Do it, man. Do it. It is yeah. the most obvious thing on the planet, right? It makes things so much easier for you. Right. And you'll get more confident, you know, the more that you use it and then you'll realize, wow, you know, it, not that hard. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do it and then we'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. I typically don't, I don't try too much day trading, but maybe I'll have to just like, you know, sit down for a weekend, a week, maybe we'll see if Benzinga <laughs> will let me, you know, <laughs> let me <laughs> off a little bit. I'll do some day trading. We'll try it out. Oh, uh, man. Uh, but I appreciate it. Appreciate you not dropping the knowledge. Do, do you want to, you have a plug? You want to plug your social media? A plug? Is that you? Is that in our office? No, that's me. Oh, wow. I think. That's interesting. 
I don't um, want this episode to end with Shamar in a, uh, in, a <laughs> in a flaming. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Good. I was saying. Do you want to? Did you want to plug your social media real quick before before dipping out? It's S underscore Anglin IV. S underscore Anglin IV, folks. He's giving you your social media before saving himself from the fire. <laughs> Apparently, so. <laughs> <laughs> we will update you all at the end of this episode uh when we find out how shamar's fire is doing yeah the alarm went off because his trading account is just that hot there we go shamar it was great having you on thank you thank you thank you for taking the time and uh we'll have to you know keep you updated and maybe bring you back on if you if you had fun with us you know if you hate us then you don't have to come back but you know <laughs> Tell us about the fire, too. I will. <laughs> yeah, make sure to confirm whether or not you're living after this. That'd be great. <laughs> I will, for sure. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Good having you on. You too. Hi, Michael. That was pretty dope. Shamar Anglin, folks. We don't know if he's dead or alive right now, but either way, he did provide <laughs> us with his knowledge before leaving, so thank him for that. Um Folks, have you tried out the SAR method? If you haven't, give it a go. Let us know how it works for you. Uh, definitely something I'm going to be checking out. I mean, great guest. Um, whether you've heard of him or not, I think it's probably worth a follow on Twitter. But with that, uh, Michael, how is, uh, how's your portfolio looking? I know we talked uh, at the top about your weekend stocks, but overall, how's the portfolio looking? Yeah, pretty, yeah, like I said, pretty, uh, pretty brutal, man. Torchlight's really just, yeah, it's, um, not treating me well uh like i said i i feel like didn't we talk at the beginning about how like you keep thinking something's gonna come but then it doesn't come yeah that's what it is and that's what it is like for me i mean i just there, there's this talk of the merger but honestly like i don't even remember the merger that was supposed to happen now because it's been so long since i heard about it it doesn't even gonna happen in fact i bet if i look for torchlight merger right now there's not even any news about it because it's probably not gonna happen and we're gonna be left holding the biggest saggy bag that's ever been a bag <laughs> I'm being totally honest. I'm, I'm serious. You think I'm joking, but I'm dead serious. Torchlight <laughs> merger news. You're so descriptive about the bag killed me. Um, it is a big, but, and yeah. it's one of those bags with like a patch on the bottom too, because it blew out once from like too many potatoes or something. <laughs> and that was just this patched, nasty burlap bag. That's what this is. So anyway, that's what my, <laughs> that's what my portfolio is looking like this week. How's your portfolio? Give me at least some good news. You did well in crypto today, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Crypto's, my crypto portfolio has been solid for a while. It's, I mean, it's nothing amazing, but it's doing good. We're up like, I don't know, 110% or something like that. So I can't good complain. For you. It's current events this week. Um, <laughs> some interesting news, <laughs> some, some interesting news. Uh, just, just now, uh, a little bit, not, not too long ago, we have Roaring Kitty quadrupling down on his GameStop. Um, I would not be surprised if we saw some movement next monday start of next week right now where the market is kind of closed so there could be some after hours but we had dogecoin with its insane run-up yesterday up to like the 40 cents mark yeah. almost what in the world i think that just about does it for this week if you get tired of our faces remember that we are available on all your favorite podcasting platforms including apple Podcasts and spotify there's a link in the description and if you leave a review oh man does that help us a lot so please do so Say something funny, say something nice, roast Michael. I could care less. Um, but if you roast Michael, I might prefer that. Uh, and if you send me a screenshot, then I, um, you know, probably will send something your way because 
I love people who leave reviews for Apple Podcasts and no one else. Uh, and guess what? I don't think Michael Murray has left one. So there's your answer. Um, also, don't forget that we have a Discord why community. Out, why did that turn out poorly for me? What the hell? Do your thing. Hit, hit the Discord. Uh, hit us up there. We are seeing some more conversations flowing. So, you know, can't be mad about that. Drop your questions, your favorite tickers. Talk about the SAR method if you try it out. And with that, folks, we will see you next week. Peace. For first grade.